O-T-M Radio. Entrepreneurs on the move. Reshaping life for a better tomorrow. What's going on? My name is Stephen Knight, and you listen to the Stephen Knight Show. I know we broke your heart, tears rolling down your face. You know I'm coming over to make sure you're okay. You don't have to wait. I'm a crazy day. Call me Superman. Good evening and welcome to the Stephen Knight Show here on EOTM Radio. I want to thank you as always for joining us tonight. We'll be discussing the latest in entertainment news, sports, fashion, and movie reviews. Tonight we welcome pioneer in the music and fashion industry, Miss Jody Wally. Very excited about having her on here. She has, she's back with a new album entitled Paradise. We'll talk about that much later. And then Renee Reyes joins us uh, tonight to talk about a new online dating game called Karma, the Game of Destiny. I uh, definitely want you to call them with your questions and comments. The number is 718-664-6543. Again, it's 718-664-6543. You can also join us in chat. Uh, there is a link on our Facebook page. Now, I uh, want to remind you that we are on social media. We're on Facebook, Twitter, Google+, and, of course, our official website, uh, the stephennightshow.webs.com. Definitely connect with us and let us know your thoughts. And also, we are uh, nominated for 2014 Hottest Entertainment Awards. Go to atlhottest.com, nominate, the Stephen I Show is nominated for Hottest Online Radio Show, and then I am nominated as a music artist for Hottest Male Vocalist and Hottest Rising Superstar. We definitely appreciate your your votes, so we definitely uh, connect with us. Now, Chike, what's going on with you? Chike, you there? Oh, Adam's there. Yeah, Adam's there. I know she's there. I was talking to him, but <laughs> what's going on, Adam? How are you? You've been traveling. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, Michelle inspired me, so I figured I should uh, <laughs> take a trip to Vegas as well, and I'm actually yeah. going to Orlando. Yeah, so, um, yeah, I was there last weekend, which is why I missed the uh, show, because you don't really have much time to see movies uh, when you're up right, all night. Yeah. Partying, yeah. So, um, but it, it was good. It was good. And then this weekend, I kind of took it easy because of uh, I'm going to Orlando this coming up weekend for another like mini vacation. So, you know, okay. trying to stay okay. busy. How was your weekend? Yeah. My weekend was cool. It was cool. You know, I'm actually in transition. I left one job and started a new job the following Monday. So I'm taking this what? week to relax. Yes. Yes. Wow. Where at? Yeah. Uh, we'll talk about oh, what part of town? <laughs> it's Buckhead. Buckhead. So I'm very excited okay. about it. Yeah, very excited about it. Well, let's try to get some lunch this week. Where we got to? We got to. How was Vegas? Oh, it was awesome. Um, and, you know, have you been there before? I've never been there. I was supposed to be, go there in 2010, but it didn't didn't happen. I have. Ago, well, you know, it's not that far away. You just take a quick trip. I mean, it's about a four-hour flight, but it's, it's worth yeah. the trip. Um, mm-hmm. It was awesome. You know, Vegas is definitely one of those cities that um, – you're kind of done with it by the weekend, but once you leave, you, you miss it. So if that makes sense. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Um, so it's fun. I'm not a big gambler, so I didn't lose too much money, but uh, <laughs> it's definitely, it's definitely good to go during sports seasons. I'm not used on sports, but you definitely get caught up in all the football games that are going yeah. on. And 
you know, it, it's the city's got a lot of energy. So um, definitely recommend uh, any time of the year. Okay. Okay. Well, we'll we'll all be there next year, won't we, for the EOTM Awards, right? So we're all yes, going to enjoy Vegas in 2015. Oh, I wow. can't wait for Stephen to we're book our flight. This year. We're going this year in uh, L.A. It's L.A. this year, uh, Santa Monica. Oh, awesome. Stephen, I'll give you my flight information. Yeah, I'll get it to you. Yeah, you, you hook us <laughs> up, so I'll be there. I'll send you a ticket. <laughs> Good. Thanks, Stephen. Shout out to the EOTM Awards. EOTMWars.com for more information. Uh, they're going down, I think it's November 2nd this year. Definitely uh, check them out. But anyway, Chike, Adam, what's going on in the world of movies? Well, um, I missed last week, so you might have already reviewed this last week, Chike, but I actually saw The Maze Runner, uh, which, if you guys don't know, it's about, it's kind of one of those uh, young adult movies again, but it's this guy wakes up, or this kid wakes up in this maze, surrounded by all these other people, and it's the um, best way for me to describe it is kind of like a two-hour episode of Lost. Um, you go in with a lot of questions because you're about as confused as the kid who enters. They, they don't give you much of a backstory. You kind of learn that all these kids are stuck in this maze, and they have people that run out each day to go search for an exit, but the maze closes at night. And if you're stuck there overnight uh, inside the maze, then you don't make it. So it's... Um, one of those movies where it kind of explores trying to discover what's going on, why they put in the maze, how to escape, things like that. Um, I liked it. It was definitely an enjoyable movie. Uh, I don't know if it's worth, you know, a $12 movie ticket per se, uh, but it's definitely worth a rental. It gives you a lot of questions. It ends with a lot of questions, uh, but it, it's enjoyable, and you'll, you'll like the action. And, Do you, you know, smell sequel? Sorry? Do you smell a sequel? Smell the people? Smell a sequel. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I actually, I checked it up after the movie. They, they already started, they announced that they're working on one, they're going to work on one. Because it's apparently a trilogy book series. So yeah. they have stuff to work on. And the biggest thing for me, though, was trying to get over the little bit of the stupid parts where they, you know, the, the wall is really tall, but, and the main character asks this in the movie, he's like, why don't you just climb to the top? And they kind of brush it off. And I'm like, why don't you climb to the top of the maze and look out and try to find a way out? But you have to ignore that part. So ignore a few of the logical parts where you're thinking that they should have done this, and you'll enjoy the movie. Definitely one I want to see. So you give it a thumbs up? Is that the end? Yeah, yes, yeah. I, okay. I give it a thumbs up. You know, I, it's it's tough to say. Like I said, I mean, it's worth it. If you, if you catch it on a maybe a matinee, you're good. I just, you know, $12 for a movie ticket. Um, I, I need to see Guardians of the Galaxy quality or something like that um, to keep me uh, kind of justified. But it's definitely, you won't regret watching it. Just make sure you watch it all the way through because there are definitely a lot of little things that you kind of learn as the movie goes along. And like I said, you're kind of learning with the main character about why they're in the maze and all this stuff. So, uh, yeah, no no cool. regrets. Cool. I actually wanted to see that one. I didn't see that one. I actually went to go see The Equalizer with Denzel Washington, which was actually a pretty good movie. Uh, it's a little reminiscent of Man on Fire. Anyone remembers mm-hmm. him starring in Man on Fire? It's pretty reminiscent of that with him being um, a special uh, forces agent type of character who has, uh, you know, killing abilities. And in this movie, he's actually trying not to be that person. He's trying to live a quiet life, and he's trying to settle down and 
just being quote unquote normal and a character comes along and she's in distress and his whole stance as a as a character is that he wants to right the wrongs. He wants to make the injustice just. That's why I mean the equalizer. And throughout the course of the movie he sees that the young character is in distress and basically what he does is he lends his special talents to help equalize her detrimental situation. It was an entertaining movie. It has a lot of action. You'll see Denzel in his Denzel bag doing his Denzel stuff, which is cool because he's always entertaining. However, comma, I am tired of seeing the same stories. You know, I, I say this all the time. Mm-hmm. If you're a Denzel fan, definitely this is a movie that you want to check out. You want to go to the movies to see it. Support Denzel. Definitely that. It's a good movie. It's a good watch. Could I wait for DVD? Yeah, I could have waited for DVD. I'm looking for something else from Denzel. We've seen him in this role before. He's done this before. Entertaining, yes. Have we seen it before? Yes. So, uh, again, you know, my thumb is not up and it's not down. My hand is just flat open. Yeah, I think and I think that's a good point because it does look like Man on Fire and a lot of movies where Denzel gets to play this kind of um, almost action star. Yeah. Uh, and again, you said it right. Uh, like, if you're a kid and you've never seen any Denzel movies, you go on this, you'll love it. Uh, but if you've seen a lot of Denzel movies, you know the whole story, you know how he's going to act, you know what he's going to do. Um, you know, it's nothing that's surprising. Uh, yeah, and, and it's definitely a commercial movie. Denzel is a commercial actor at this point. He has a big box office draw. And if you notice, when they put Denzel in movies now, and you can tell when the actor has made it to a certain status, your your co-stars are not going to be just anybody. Someone has to be able to hold their chops with you. So it's always going to be other actors that are also leading people along with you. Bill Pullman stars in this movie with him and Melissa Leo stars in, are in this movie with him. So there are actors of weight in this movie. This movie has weight to it. Just personally, I'm just saying that I've seen this from Denzel before. I would like to see something else. I'm, I'm still knocking at Hollywood to be original. Let, let's get some of those independents out there in the main. Yeah, Speaking of independence, uh, I'm sorry. Um, the Jimi Hendrix story was released this weekend to limited theaters starring uh, Andre Benjamin, a.k.a. Andre 3000. I have not seen that yet because I have not found a theater that is actually showing it in my area. Uh, but I do believe as weeks to come, they're going to start showing it out to more and more theaters. But I definitely want to urge people, if you're interested in that project, please look in your local listings to find out where it's playing. Perfect. And he was just in town this weekend for the uh, Outcast at Last uh, show. Yeah. Do you know anyone that went? No, and I wanted to go, but when the tickets are, you know, getting close to $100, uh, it was definitely out of my price range for uh, a show. But, I mean, it was a three-day concert, and I heard they did an amazing job each night. So definitely uh, should have tried to find a way to get a cheap ticket. Yeah. Anything else? Anything in the future? You're looking at uh, for me. Well, you know, Dracula Untold comes out soon, um, and then you know, nothing too big. There's that Bill Murray movie where he's kind of like the grumpy old neighbor. That one might be okay. Uh, he hasn't done anything in a while. There's that Brad Pitt World War II movie that kind of looks like another Inglorious Bastards, but on a more serious note. Right. But right. 
Nothing. The one that did kind of look cool, just because I, he doesn't do movies that much, and uh, maybe I'm the only one of the few people that like him, but the Keanu Reeves movie, uh, I just saw a trailer called John Wick. It looks like an action movie. Um, and it looks like it'd be fun, just because Keanu doesn't do that many movies, it seems like, and it's it's fun to watch him. So Yeah, he's very selective of his projects. Yeah, yeah. So um, that'll be good. And also I heard a rumor that they're doing a Bill and Ted another Bill and Ted movie or like a reunion movie or something like that, which who knows how awful that'll be. But uh, <laughs> I heard that as well. But you know what I'm looking forward to? Uh, Dumb and Dumber. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'm when I heard about it being filmed, I thought it was going to be bad, but the trailer the trailer's convinced me. So uh, I'm excited. That'll, that'll be a good one as well. Absolutely. Now did we lose Steven? Is our boss still there? Well, you know, he zones us out when we talk. Okay, so we, we can ramble on some more. So anything else you're looking forward to? I know I'm looking forward to the the Halloween season, actually. Um, yeah, I know you're big on the horror movies, that oh, one yeah. with the doll. But uh, I don't know. I just can't get into the Hollywood movies but or the Halloween movies. But that doll one kind of looks like it would be a good creepy movie to see. Well, true. Um, that is one that's on my list. And that's going to be an installment from the Insidious franchise. Um, in Insidious 2, they make mention to the doll, and the way that the doll is introduced in that movie, it's introduced as, like, one of the most evil things ever. And then they just kind of leave it alone. And then next, you know, you have this movie coming out with Annabelle. Oh, so interesting. I'm pretty interested in that. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of cool. Although, it begs the question, who's keeping creepy dolls in their house still? Well, as they spoke of it in the first movie... There are these people that, that exist that hold sacred objects that could have um, spells on them or mm-hmm. could cast spells. These are the people that keep items like this because they're in safekeeping, if, because the person is trained to be able to house, you know, certain ah. things that you have to do, uh, spells and stuff that you have to do to keep it, you know, at bay. And these people are the people that are the keepers of these objects. And they kind of touch on that in Insidious too. Okay, okay. So there, there's a little bit of story to it. Uh, let me ask you, have you seen the trailer for this Dear White People movie? I've heard of it. I haven't seen the trailer, but I did hear of it. Yeah, it looks like interesting. Um, it's definitely got a good angle, and I think it could be funny, but it's definitely one of those, um, and it has, it has a, I think, an okay cast. But, um, yeah, it definitely seems like a very... Uh, what, what movie is that? What movie is that? Dear White, Dear White People Wow. Okay. It's about these. Uh, these. It's it's a comedy, and it's like one of those overt comedies. So it kind of walks the line, and I don't think it'd be offensive, but I don't know if it'll get too uh, over the top comedy where it's not like as funny, or like they're trying too hard comedy, or if yeah, it's yeah. Asshole, like it'll be a smart comedy where you're like, okay, this is this, you know they did the subtle things. So, uh, but I saw the trailer for that, and I was like, okay, this looks like it could be interesting, but I haven't. If heard anything, much it'll get people it. talking. Yeah, yeah, so, and I think ask, that's the point. Let me ask a question. I know that uh, I, I saw a uh, uh, on the news a few months ago. They're talking about how um, sales for movies have decreased significantly. You know, over the course of the last couple of years. Um, do you think what are what are they doing now to bring those those ratings back up to get people to come back to the movie? I think the combination of the 
prices, you know, the food now. I mean, if you go to movies, take a day to movies, you're spending at least thirty some dollars, you know what I mean? So what do you think the movies are doing now to attract people back to the theater? Well, well, one thing I've noticed, and I don't know if they have them around you, but the AMCs are doing these AMC experiences. And mm-hmm. there are certain theaters where it have the special speakers in the seat and the seats rumble a little bit. Uh, I think it's kind oh. of a gimmicky thing, but I think mm-hmm. that's one of the – I mean, they're trying to do that. And another thing I think that's getting popular, which I like, are like the movie taverns and the studio movie grills where you go to the movie yeah. and you order a meal. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think those are both good options. Um, I don't know if those are long-term options. Yeah, I I was actually going to um, talk about that a little bit because I know in my area, I don't know if other people are aware, but movie theaters have special days where they have special sales. Like, for instance, where I live on Tuesdays, the movies are $5 all day. All day Tuesday, the movies are $5. And and that's not a heavy movie day. Heavy movie days are... Friday, Saturday, Sunday, um, mm-hmm. for the most part, maybe a Wednesday because sometimes movies are released on a Wednesday or a late mm-hmm. Thursday night for new releases for Friday. But other than that, other days are dead for movies. So they created this $5 day. And also, of course, you know, they offset the prices with the snacks. You know, you're going to pay like $50 for a hot dog when you go to the movies. Right. <laughs> <laughs> for a hot dog, you oh, want yeah. to get a dollar for it, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, um, like Adam said, they are creating different kind of experiences in the theater with the sound and the seats, and they're trying to get gimmicky with getting you in. But I'm just going to say, at this point, nothing beats Netflix or On Demand. Yeah. Nothing beats yeah. that because you don't have to move. You don't have to get dressed. <laughs> you mm-hmm. eat your own food. But, yep. however, I'm someone who actually likes the whole experience of being in a theater to see a movie. I like to experience a movie that way, especially a good movie. I like it. Yeah, yeah, okay, okay. All right. Well, listen, guys, as always, thank you so much. Have a great week, and we'll talk next week, okay? Yes. All right, and please tell well, Ms. Watley, please tell okay. Ms. Watley I love her. Uh, I, we know you do, and I will make sure we tell you. Also, you know, we have the, the new dating online game. You know, I'm not really big into online dating, but I think it'll be very interesting to hear about this new game. So, hey, you know? I'm single. I'm ready to gamble. I'm gambling. <laughs> okay. Well, have a good week, okay? All right. All right. Miss Parker, how you doing? I know she's on. I know she's here. Miss Parker. Yes, I'm here. <laughs> I didn't want to cut the voice off. They had such a good flow going. Um, I, I love know, that conversation. I, I love yeah, that conversation. Yeah. They're they're uh, you know, going back and forth on different movies and um, exactly. and what's coming yeah. up. So yeah. So listen, with you know, we have uh, Renee Reyes coming on there and talk about this online dating game. Are you into online dating? I wouldn't say I'm into it. No, but I yeah. think everybody. Yeah. Um, I think everybody should be open to it. I think, you know, yeah. just like everything else, um, times are changing. People are doing things mm-hmm. differently. So I think being open in all areas of your life is sort of like growth, I guess. I agree. Um, I agree. So, so yeah, I don't I don't think it's, it's necessarily a, a, a bad thing at all. Yeah, yeah. Well, how was your weekend? I know you're um, one of our favorite, our favorites, yours, uh, aunt was in town. How was your weekend with her? Yeah, I had an amazing weekend. Um, uh, it started really early for me. It started on Thursday, and we took her out for her birthday, had a good time, and then on um, Friday I, I needed to rest. I was just I was tired. Yeah. Um, 
Saturday I had a baby shower, and then I went. It was a nice night. I went out to a neighborhood spot, sat there and had me a glass of wine, and then came home and watched the uh, cut up on Scandal. And then okay. um, yesterday I made Sunday dinner. She came over with my cousin, and, um, and then we had family dinner, and she went back home. She flew out at 10 p.m. So it was an amazing weekend. And my weekends are usually really, really yeah, amazing. Yeah, they are. Um, it's around and I friends, and I, I have no complaints about my weekends at all. And I don't know if people know about you. You're a phenomenal cook. So what did you cook on uh, Sunday? Oh, my God. So it's, it's <laughs> when she wanted she wanted um, Jamaican food on Thursday for her birthday. So we went to Chef Rob, and I was mm-hmm. telling her that was a great uh, – I make some great curry chicken. So she was like, oh, yeah, I'll make me some. So I just <laughs> got surprised her. Make her. I made her some of that, and I went ahead and bought some fried chicken. I don't fry food, so I bought some fried chicken because I knew she would probably want some fried chicken. Um, and then I made uh, beans and rice and okay. cabbage. I bought some potato salad. <laughs> um, <laughs> we had us a good little meal. We had us a good little meal. It was it was, it was good. Uh, fun, and we had you know we had a couple of bottles of wine and mm-hmm. all, yeah. all kinds of stuff. So it was it was really fun, and I'm I'm in recovery mode. Monday wasn't bad; it's over. And yeah, I was exactly. on your job, so I was I was on when you guys were when you and Adam was talking about it. Definitely, congratulations! Oh yeah, thank you, um, thank you. And I want to thank you because you had a lot to do with that too. So thank you so much for you know, working out as always. Um, oh no, oh no, we're family, and I and I know you would have done the same for me. So congratulations. absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. Well, everyone, what's going on? I'm trying to know a lot going on in sports. What's going on, Mr. Knight, Miss Parker? Hey, Ron. Hey, happy happy last Monday of the month of September. Yes. I yes, can't believe yes. how fast the year went by. This year, is, I mean, it's, it's flying by. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. crazy. Summer is like the fastest it, summer ever. It mm-hmm. is. Gone, gone. Well, first and foremost, I have to give a um, birthday shout-out to my grandmother. She's 89 today. Uh, oh, wow. Awesome. Happy birthday. Yeah. Happy birthday, yeah. Grandma. Yeah, yes. happy birthday. Yes, 89 years, definitely. Thank you all so wow. much. Now, question for both of y'all. How mm-hmm. much would you... How much would you all spend for a sandwich that was um, in honor of Derek Jeter? Like, how much money would you spend on it? <laughs> what? A sandwich. On a sandwich, sandwich that that's that's being sold in honor of Derek Jeter. Of a his, sandwich. Um, yeah, yeah a I'm sandwich. Say, a, um, Derek sandwich. Paying the bills over here. Well, there is a deli in New York City that is selling a sandwich for $28. No. And you know what? Right, they have baseball real serious out there. And, um, <laughs> wow. Yeah, it's it's crazy. Yeah, yeah. Is. I wouldn't be paying $28 for no sandwich. $28. We understand that, you know, he had his retirement, his last game and everything, but let's talk about Derek Jeter because a lot of people said that last game was kind of manipulated, you know, so he can go out on the high end. What do you think about that? I could see how people would would think that, but Derek is such a, a talented player. Right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, he, yeah. He's Derek, had no scandals in his career. No right. scandals, no. Yeah. Yeah. Derek. Has no baby mamas. 
you know, Derek just is a playboy. He, he hasn't got married yet. He's enjoying life. Hey, more parts on. Mm-hmm. I actually wish that more athletes would actually do that. You know, just take your time. You know, maybe now he can focus more on settling down His and getting life, married yeah. and starting a family. Yeah, yeah. But, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I thought it was fine. I mean, you you can you can pretty much see, you know, the uh, movie that's going to come out in probably like the next 10 oh, years yeah. or so. Absolutely. Or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was it was it was fine. I had I had no problem with it. I don't know about a, a twenty dollar sandwich. <laughs> yeah. Oh, actually, <laughs> let me tell you what is what is in this sandwich. All right. Okay. And one you you all will be like, really for twenty dollars? That's crazy. All right. Mm-hmm. Okay. You you first of all, it's it's called the Derek Jeter Triple Club Sandwich. Okay. And it comes and it comes piled high with two classic meats. Because he wears the number two, of course, mm-hmm. which is turkey, turkey and bacon. All right. Then okay. you get, then you get several slices of American cheese, tomato, and lettuce, and it's served on a toasted white on on toasted white bread. I wouldn't do white bread. I would get mine wheat. But anyway. if you got all the, if you already got all the rest, you can make that at home. He made it at all, right? Right, right. <laughs> for like ten, for like ten dollars. I mean, really? Yeah. Yeah. Less than that. Ten dollars. Yeah. Right. right. Yeah. You're right, Miss Parker. Yeah. You're right. Yes. Twenty eight dollars for that sandwich. For what I just told y'all, twenty twenty eight dollars. Mm. I mean, I've heard of more of, of crazier things, but yeah, I wouldn't pay that. Yeah. 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 yeah I, I wouldn't either. I wouldn't either. Sorry, Derek. Hey, love, love you, bro, but not spend twenty dollars on twenty dollars because it seems like they're just capitalizing on Derek right now. And uh, I mean, people will spend it. People in New York will, you know, they'll spend it. I wouldn't tell anybody that I did. But anyway, moving right. on. Right. Moving on. Let's see what else. What else is going on in sports? Oh my gosh, it's been. A crazy weekend with all the football games, and the Redskins mm-hmm. got blown out, and Dallas won. <laughs> oh my gosh, it's just been crazy. How? So how are the Falcons doing? You all lost to Minnesota. Dang. <laughs> and what do you thoughts on that? Because we're, we're doing pretty good, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Y'all beat the good. The teams that y'all was kind of supposed to beat, but then y'all kind of end up losing to the to the average teams, man. I mean, we, we really, Minnesota. Uh, <laughs> you say, I guess, yeah. After one year, true. <laughs> we were tired, yeah. True, 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 true. That. Um, oh, Miss Parker, you you might like this. Um, there is a retired NFL player who is going to be um, in the Magic Mike sequel. And, he, and he's going to be stripping. Oh, wow. And he has, he has a morning show. Uh, with, um, he has a morning show with... Um, uh, with Kelly Ripa. Kelly? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. you know me in there? What's his name? Michael Strahan. Yeah. Michael Strahan. Yeah. Michael Strahan, yeah. I don't know about Michael Strahan taking his clothes off and doing all that. He's, just, <laughs> he's kind of older, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I like right. him. Funny dude, but. Right. You know, he's there and it's, it's being worked out that he's, and, and it's 
been announced that he's going to be in the sequel and that he's going to be um it's just a it's just a business move on their end because he has a huge following now. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. He really does. Yeah. 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 Oh yeah. Yeah. So people get ready to see Magic Ma- Magic Mike aka Michael Strahan, the other Magic Mike get to see him and he said, "Oh, hey. Yeah. Hey, get that money, Michael Strahan. <laughs> that money." Uh, what else is going on, man? That it's pretty much been like yeah, football, and you know it's 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 doing very well. Um, there's no more drama right now. No, no one's beating up their own wives or or their kids or anything <laughs> right now. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. So it's so far so good. Um, well, Serena Williams, she turned 33. Happy birthday, her. She turned 33 over the weekend. Serena Williams. Over the weekend, she turned 33. Oh, yeah. Serena, big booty, yeah. Booty, junk. yeah. No, as Jerome would say on Martin, junk in the trunk. Yeah, junk in the trunk. <laughs> yeah. Happy birthday, junk in the trunk. Ah, uh, man, I think that's about it. Oh, let me get off this phone, man, because it's it's time for Janera. Then uh, we got the um, great Jody Wally on. So, yo. Miss Jody Wally is here tonight, yeah. Yes, yes. I am so happy, man. I'm excited. I am a... Fan, much yes. love, respect, Miss Watley. Great job. Yo, follow me on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Aaron Cosby. That's Aaron, 1A Cosby, just like Bill. I'm out, Janere. If you on, baby, it's all yours. She's on. Y'all next. All right, Aaron. Thank all right, you, Aaron. Let me, before you start, I wanted to, first of all, um, happy Monday to you. My mom told me, she called me today because I had posted a selfie of me yesterday on Facebook, right? And she uh-huh. told me that. I posted me pictures of myself. <laughs> and she said, it's a sign of either I'm insecure, which she said, I know this is not true because I know you. You're not insecure. You're not stuck on yourself. But that's what it comes across. No, to pray on that. What do you, what do you, I said, well, that's my Facebook page. I'm going to post a picture of myself. What, do you, what are your thoughts? <laughs> well, first of all, I think your mom sounds like my mom. <laughs> <laughs> she does. I thought I said, Mom, I'm not stuck on myself. No, no, you're not, but it just comes off that way. So you might want to pray on it. All these pictures you post to yourself. I thought it was my page. Who are they going to say? You also have to keep in mind, it's her, that's her generation. All right. And so all this stuff. You need to pray on that. See yourself? Like, yeah, she needs to pray on that. Because she, she always tells me I can't be told nothing. And I know back when I was younger, you know, I did think I knew everything, right? But I remember, and I was telling her today when she called me, that um, I remember before I moved to Atlanta, I had moved home just to see what I was going to do. And I had this home studio. I record songs. My mom used to sing back in the day, right? And so I played her the song, and she always had, like, this negative feedback. And I was like, she don't know. She don't know what she's talking about. But then one time I was with <laughs> one of my friends here, right? And they, and they thought, that's good. So my mom had never to say that they said, well, she is right. <laughs> and then, you know, when I, so when I get feedback now, I may not always agree, but I always consider it. You know what I mean? I always consider right. it. I always thought it. So, yeah. Anyway, I just thought that was funny because I saw the picture that I posted today. He told me to get you on yourself. <laughs> anyway. What do you just have? like my mom. All right. <laughs> what do you have for us? I know you have a lot of good stuff. I do, I do. Um, I have a couple of good sales for everybody, and some of it's designer. Um, I love designer, although I hate designer prices. 
So um, the first sale that I have for you guys tonight is um, is, Nima, is Last Call Nima Marcus. Um, as you guys know, that's the outlet for Nima Marcus, and they're having a friends and family event. And also that might be the uh, theme of tonight, that's the friends and family, because there are a lot of sales out there that are friends and family. But they're having a friends and family event, so you can if you shop now, you can get an extra... 30% off of everything in the store, or you can get an extra 40% off of everything um, in the store and online if you use your Neiman Marcus or Bergdorf, uh, Berg, uh, Bergdorf Goodman card. Mm-hmm. Um, so that will be a good little sale. And, of course, because it's the outlet, they're already um, discounted prices. Uh, Nordstrom Rack is having another um, one of their limited time sales, and this is an online-only event. I'm not. I'm not sure if everyone knows this, but Nordstrom Nordstrom owns uh, Halt Look, which is one of those online options. Um, anyway, through Halt Look, there is a. Um, they're having a limited time sale on um, AG jeans, and everybody knows what AG jeans are. Well, I took a look out there today, and they have jeans starting like AG jeans that are normally you know two hundred two hundred fifty dollars. Um, wow. They're starting, at, yeah. They're starting at just like sixty bucks. Some of them. So this is for um, ladies and guys. If you if you all are interested, so I would just take a look out there for that. Um, starting tomorrow, Bloomingdale's is also having a friends and family event. Um, you can get twenty percent off of almost all of their regular to sell price items for men, women, kids, and home. Um, they're pre-selling things right now. Um, which means that you pretty much can can buy it, set it aside, and then you'll have to go and pick it up or they pick it up on the actual sale day. So the sale day starts tomorrow. So if you guys are shopping online, um, they, they will ship it out to you tomorrow. But basically what happens in a pre-sale is you pick out your items. Um, if you guys don't know, you, pick, you go, you pick out your items, and they run your car, but the charge doesn't actually show up until the sale. And that way, you're able to take advantage of the sale um, pretty much before, you know, the sale starts. Um, and they'll run it on the day of. So, uh, you will they have it on file to run it the day of, and, and that way you can take advantage. The, the bad thing about the pre-sale is that if you're not shopping online, you actually have to go back to the store and pick it up. So, that's oh, wow. a bit of a headache. But, yeah, it's, it's, it's kind of it's crazy. A lot of stores are trying to get away from the pre-sale. Uh, Bloomingdale's is not, though, so they're still holding on strong to that. Um, Express is having their semi-annual sale, and it's a cl- this is a clearance event. Um, if you shop now, you can, and it's in stores and online, if you shop now, you can get up to 60% off of your purchase, plus you can get an additional 20% off of clearance items. So this is a semi-annual clearance event, so it's up to 60% off of your purchase is on clearance um, items. Uh, Saks Fifth Avenue Office is also having a friends and family event. I told you that's the same of this evening. Um, you can shop now and get up to, and get an extra forty percent. Ah, sorry, getting tongue tied. An extra forty percent off of your purchase, and use code friends um, if you're shopping online. Banana Republic is having um, an exclusive sale event for card members only, um, and this is if you have a Gap, Old Navy, or Banana Republic card. You can get 30% off of a full-priced item. Macy's is having a great shoe and boot sale. If you shop now, you can get an extra 30% off of your um, off of your shoe or boot purchase. 
And last but not least, Shoes.com is having their friends and family event now through Wednesday. And if you shop now, you can get an extra 30% off um, on everything on the site. And wow. because you're shopping online, you have to use code BFF30 for that extra 30%. Wow, wow. And they can find all that on BudgetShopaholic.com, correct? They can. All right. There's a link on our Facebook page. Ms. Ferguson, as always, have a great week. And I'm very excited because we come back. Ms. Jody Watley's here with us. So we'll be right back after this. You're listening to The Stephen Knight Talk Show on EOTM Radio. You're listening now. You're listening to the Stephen Knight Talk Show on EOTM Radio. The Stephen Knight Show, Monday night at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, only on EOTMRadio.com. Our first guest is, a, is quiet and sometimes is kept as a Grammy Award-winning uh, artist who has been in the forefront of some of the most groundbreaking trends and movements in modern pop culture, political statements, music, and music videos, innovation, and a place where all those tracks meet. In July of this year, she released a brand-new album entitled Paradise that includes the hot single, Nightlife. Please help me welcome Grammy Award-winning, trendsetter, pioneer in music and video, fashion, and style, Miss Jody Watley. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you, thank you. You know, thank you. I, it's been a long time since we've had a guest, you know, of your caliber that everyone just loves and is very excited about, and wanted to say, well, "I'll definitely listen in because I want to hear what's going on with Jody Wiley." Jody Wiley, how do you how do you feel? You know, you've been in the industry for a while now, and still to have this admiration, people have this admiration for you. How does that feel for you? Oh gosh, I'm always in a you know I try to be in a state of uh, gratitude and um, yeah. you know you know I always still feel like I'm new even though I'm Dude. obviously not but I think <laughs> that if you always kind of have that uh, it's like stay humble and stay hungry um, and never take it for granted and be jaded. Mm-hmm. Um, it always feels really fresh. I mean, I was in my car today and uh, looking for new love came on the radio. Mm, and, uh, yeah. I turned it up just like the first time I was in the car when I heard it, and so it never it never gets old. I I, I feel very uh, blessed, and I, I think that it's important to always uh, maintain that. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, it's funny, you, that's one of my favorite songs by you. You know, you have to make great, great songs. But uh, I know for me, you know, because I, I do music, so when I hear songs by me played in places I don't expect them, it always, like, thrills me. You know, after all these years being in the industry, does it still, does it still, like, you get that feeling, you know, when you hear your song, like today you say you heard your song on the radio. What does that feel for you? For you? And for sure. I mean, I can be in Whole Foods. I, Whole Foods last week, it was uh, You Are My Everything. And I hear, wow. you know, lately I feel <laughs> so all alone. And I'm like, wait a minute, mm-hmm. that's me. Um, right. so, and so I, I still feel like a little kid. It, it just, um, you know, you kind of, for me, I'm... I, 
it just it, it's like a, all I can say is it, it never gets old. I, I yeah. always um, appreciate it, and I've kind of kept that childlike enthusiasm of, you know, I'm a girl from Chicago that is, mm-hmm. um, you know, living her dreams and beyond, you know, anything that I could have imagined, and so. So it's fun. I, you know, I won't lie. It's it's fun. I would hate to be the artist, and I know there are probably many that it's, you know, it doesn't hit them like that. But with me, yeah. it always it, it feels very um, exciting. So do you ever? I know that the music industry, you know, there's a lot that comes with that. You know, being involved in that. What what for you? What is the bittersweet part of the music industry? You know. That being your, you know, your your life that you go through, that you've been through for so many years. What, what do you what are your thoughts on the music industry? Well, you know, I, I think the most important thing for me always is that I've maintained my authenticity throughout the decades, mm-hmm. and that's not okay. easy to do, especially for a woman in the business and to be a business woman. Learning mm-hmm. early on, I started out when I was a teenager, and I, you know. Every day we still learn, no matter what you do in life, no matter what your job is, you know, uh, singing and writing and doing all sorts of things that relate to being uh, in this industry is my job, but it is my passion. And so uh, through the, the, the struggles, and it's never been easy, it may always look like it, but to navigate through the politics, through the many difficulties and challenges that um, that I faced and to come through it and always still kind of still be a step ahead and to mm-hmm. still be enthusiastic and um, to just kind of always be going my own way. Um, you know, it's like I'm changing always as the industry is changing. Um, mm-hmm. You know, when, when I became a solo artist, it, it just, you know, I came into it not wanting to be like anyone else and to to not be afraid to fail. And I think that there is no failure in life unless you don't try at all. Right, yeah. And, yeah. Um, and so, I, I, you know, I'm, I'm still very much that girl. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And then I know in 2008, you know, you received the Lifetime Achievement from Billboard uh, the Billboard uh, Awards um, Lifetime Achievement Award. Did, how did that feel? You know, you know. I think that when you get accolades for the work you've done, you've done a lot of great work. But to receive that recognition from your peers in the industry, how did that feel for you? You know, I, I'm always grateful. You know, I mm-hmm. just the other week, uh, Ebony um, put me on their top 25 Black music style icons. Yeah. Mm-hmm. of all time and so you know it is you know like i said for me it just is it's rewarding because they're you know i'm not a a, a marionette i'm not a puppet of anyone else i i've had mm-hmm. tremendous um you know i've had support i've had no support whatsoever and through it all um you know i'm always uh pushing forward and always believing in myself and with my fans and everyone i always encourage that like no matter what sometimes you may be the only one that believes in what you're doing no matter what it is like getting up yeah. every day or trying to lose weight or 
you know, trying to pick a habit or whatever it is, it's like you have to be digging in and the captain of your own ship in many ways. And so, um, you know, so that is that. That's been me since I was a little girl. You know, I, I my mom just um, had uh, hip replacement surgery, and she's had some difficulties. And we talk a lot, and you know, she kids me sometimes. Of you know, when I was a little girl, and I would always wanted to be something like a writer, a singer, you know, a designer. Right. I always wanted to have my own business, and she still mm-hmm. has drawings of you know, me with writing my name as the the masthead or the, the on the, the front of a building and so um so with having dreams and aspirations and trying to always put myself in a position to do something that I'm happy and I can be proud of you know, when the accolades fade away or or like I said, as an artist because they're always, you know, no one um, really knows how difficult it is to navigate mm-hmm. in this this industry. Yeah. Today, probably, well, I can't really say that because my godfather was Jackie Wilson, and I'm sure that when he was coming up and the prejudices that he faced and mm-hmm. yeah. not getting his props and being ripped off and other artists, you know, taking his his you know, show me his vibes and coming multimillionaires and and everything and um, you know, at the end of the day, you have to, it, it is the joy of what you do, but also having balance um, in your life in general. I mean, you know, two of my biggest peers when I uh, made my solo debut were Whitney Houston and Michael Jackson. And, mm, um, yeah. you know, it is not lost on me that they're not here and I'm still here and it makes me sad to to think about that but at the same time it makes me also again very grateful that I've never been really caught up in how the because it it, it can wear you out you know it can take you out it can you know you can defeat yourself by trying to be on this this um a certain type of grind that you might find yourself being mm-hmm. a, a part of and which sometimes may not have anything with your authentic self because, you know, when you have pop crossover and all of that, you get a lot of pressure to change. Exactly. Yeah. And, you know, I've sacri- I'm willing to sacrifice to not be something that I was not. And, um, and so, you know, to this day, it's like paradise. That's that's what that is. It's like life and what music means and celebrating the moment now that we are in and not the past. It's like we appreciate the past and what right, yeah. in our lives, everybody, all of us, and, you know, good times, but creating new memories and, and not losing the essence of of who you are um, by mm-hmm. outside uh, forces because they are always there. No matter what your job is, it's like right. outside forces yeah. are they're always there. <laughs> well, you know, I was going to ask you because I know that um, one day it was very clear that you didn't really want to hound on your past. You know, obviously you've done that, you've been there. You know what I mean? And I understand that. But I was thinking about it and talking to you. You know, you being, you know, a, a veteran in this industry and has such a successful career, 
what motivates you to want to continue? You know, like you, you released Paradise recently, you know, earlier this summer. Yeah. What, what, what is it that makes you want to continue to, to release new music and to not try to deal with, you know, what you've already done? You, you've done that, now you're <laughs> moving forward. You know what I'm saying? Right. What, 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 what motivates you to do that? I, you know, I, a lot of my fans, like the people who really are genuinely about the music, it's like the mm-hmm. whole mantra for uh, Paradise uh, Nightlife. It's like it's in the music. The music, right. music is what has touched me since I was a little girl, and music okay. is what helps people through the happiest and the worst of times. The inspiration, mm-hmm. the motivation. Um, you know, if you're at the gym and it's the music that might lift you up, if, if yeah. you know, when you have mm-hmm. a broken heart, it, it might be the music. When you fall in love, it's the music. And so for me, it's the joy knowing that, you know, I, with what I do and what the people who continue to support me understand mm-hmm. that it's it's always been real, Um and being an independent spirit and an independent artist and, and you know, always it's like an athlete. Like you think that you can be better. You're never content to rest on, yeah, you know, well, I did this and I did that. Right. Um, yeah. I never really even think about it until it's brought up. It's like, well, well what's what's next? It's like, you know, and and... Um, Paradise, I was talking with one of my best friends who works with me, and he was saying, you know, it's probably his favorite album that I've done uh, um, after, uh, I think he said uh, Intimacy, perhaps, which was my Mm -hmm. fourth album. But because it's just joyful, it's it's celebratory, it it, it taps into – classic grooves and and in you know the I've always been a club dance girl but with mm-hmm. soul not like just vapid you know and even when I talk about having a good time it's not just let's go get drunk at the club and that's not right. glamorous yeah. it's yeah. just like <laughs> let's be uplifting and you know just be fabulous and be fabulous living you know it's, it could be getting dressed up it could be dressed up could be you have on clean clothes or whatever, but it is mm-hmm. just really being in the moment of your life. It's like your best days, you know, could still be ahead of you. And and so to keep that in mind, um, you know, and, um, you know, so I, I just, I continue, like, when I'm not, when I get to the point, and I've reached that point a few times where this, you know, not really bored, but discouraged, or, you know, I've had mm-hmm. my moments, uh, 99, 98, and when I released the Saturday Night Experience, um, mm-hmm. and I went more toward the underground because I was very disillusioned with how infrastructures had taken over the music business right, that I had yeah. been a part of, and mm-hmm. I didn't want to be a part and have to do the things that they wanted you to do to, to maintain certain things. I chose not to do that so um you know so I I just it's very rewarding to do music that the interest from my first album through paradise it is it's always in my heart and soul you know and the moment that I feel like okay I've you know I don't care about it I don't you know 
then I wouldn't do it, you know, just right, doing yeah. it. Yeah. And I know that in fashion, you know, Janiara was just giving us the, the you know, the discounts, you know, um, in our yeah, area. Yeah, I love that. And, I, was, I was making notes <laughs> of the friends and family, trust me. Facts, right. <laughs> memes, yeah, yeah. Jack, Jack. Well, we know it's how all about fashion. reserving those coins. Be fabulous, exactly. but be frugal with those coins. <laughs> exactly. I remember there was a, a picture of how Barry. Halle Berry was uh, shopping at Target. People say, why are you shopping at Target? Because you're trying to keep her money. You know, <laughs> it doesn't matter how much money you make. You still want to, you know. <laughs> but Absolutely. Know be fabulous, but be frugal, honey. <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> but I know that uh, fashion has been very, you know, is very important to you. It's been part of your, you know, your image. You know, you, in your yeah. videos, you know, you see it through all that you do. Tell us why fashion is so important to you. That really comes from my childhood, too. My first okay. fashion role models were my mom and dad. My dad, uh-huh. was he was wearing custom-made tailored silks and linens and, you know, narrow suits and tuxedos. Wow. And um, my parents, when I was a little, they were just fabulous. My mom... Before Diana Ross, she was the first woman I saw rocking mm-hmm. on in sleeves, you know, um, and yeah. a fishtail, fishtail gown at a church gathering. My dad was in the church, but they were very flamboyant. My they were all point. very over the top. I mean, my dad would take he'd take cues from the Catholic Church because they're very grand with their robes and their tapestries and things, and he would put his spin on it, and so. You know, my mom, like we always had uh, Vogue and Harper's Bazaar in the house, and so it was kind of just embedded in my consciousness, you know, uh, style Mm -hmm. and fashion. Um, And, uh, you know, we went through a a point um, where, you know, my my dad lost church and we were really struggling Mm. and homeless and whatnot. So we went from, like, riches to rags and so then I had to learn how to sew and go to Goodwill and pick out like cute clothes for like pennies and 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 so you know it kind of made me uh, really have to be uh, resourceful um, Mm -hmm. with style and so uh, you know I can do just as well with vintage and something that I picked up from the bottom of, um, you know, uh, a box to something that is designer. And, um, you know, so through the struggles of my family, um, you know, I learned to find my own. um, And it would be hard because there would be sometimes, you know, I'd be looking at fashion magazines and I would want those things and we couldn't afford it. We didn't have any money. And, um, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, but I was always uh, aware. And, um, you know, like I said, um, you know, not being afraid to. And I put some concoctions together and going to school and get run home from school because it's like, well, what is she she giving? (laughs) But, you know, it made me stronger and made me Uh at the same time unafraid to, you know, well, it's cool to me. And, so right. you know, oh well, if you don't get it, um, you know, and I and I, I still have that. That's that's a part of of who I am. But it, it came from my parents. Yeah. Okay. Okay. 
Well, well, let's talk about the new the new single, Nightlife. I mean, you know, I love this song. I think when when I got the, the video link, I, mean, I watched it like three times. And even just before this interview, I was watching it just to get into the, <laughs> you know, the, the groove. You know what I mean? And so Thank you. How, how do you think, you know, your music has evolved? And I won't say change, but I think it's, it's evolution. How do you think it's evolved over the years? Because now, you know, here we are in 2014. You know, you released, you released a new album that is great and this new single that is hot video. You look great as always. How do you think everything has evolved for you? Well, I've gone through so many stages, you know, uh, coming mm-hmm. out of the box. It was pop, R&B, and dance. Right. Dance has always been there. Um, then I went through more of an introspective R&B uh, pre-neo-soul phase mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. I felt like I didn't want to get trapped in the the pop crossover. Right, I was just, yeah. I've always looked at the bigger picture. And mm-hmm. like I said, there's some things that go in tandem with when you have that level of success that I just wasn't, it just, it it, it wasn't, uh, I had to move on. And right, I had yeah. to follow my heart and, and, and though, you know, in some ways, you know, it, it cost me, um, you know, major support, but at the same time, it, made me a true artist because true artists mm. you that's what it's about it's not trying to just be what other people think you should be or live up to what you I mean I think that's what killed Michael Jackson it's like you got to move on you you right. you did yeah. that you achieved that you set the groundwork you laid the foundation you pioneered mm-hmm. stuff you were a trendsetter and you move on it's like okay I did that and so now this right. is where, where I'm at and so then coming through that and then, you know, like I said, the past um, 10 or 15 years has been like dance or underground. I've done drum mm-hmm. and bass and garage and trance and just really creatively exploring the things that keep me excited to write and produce and to collaborate with re- interesting people instead of being stuck trying to do something that I did already. It's like through all right. my albums, they're all very different. But then there's mm-hmm. a cohesion in the difference. And, you know, uh, Paradise, I tried to find a way to blend the various elements, even dating back to my Shalimar years, to blend all those elements with, with um, you know, with that same spirit and soul right, that's yeah. danceable and you know, nightlife was all about, you know, the first line, you know, life life ain't easy. I think I want to get out right. and have a good time. Mm-hmm. That really is mm-hmm. a call to, you know, like I said, people are in a rut. And even if you don't go out, it's like dress up and dance and twirl in your living room. Or right, something. But exactly. Get yeah. out of your your daily grind of just, oh, you know, I can't do this. I don't have time. Um and so that was really the inspiration behind Nightlife, and it's in the music was my way of that's what I'm about. It's not like uh, gossip or who I'm dating or married to right, or divorced yeah. from. Yeah. Or it's yeah. in the music because music, for true art, it's like ultimately it's in the music. The music right. is what, what fuels it. It's in mm-hmm. the music. And... Um, 
you know, and 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 that was there. And then I brought uh, Gerald Brown, who was the original lead singer of Shalimar, to be on mm-hmm. the song uh, with yeah. me. He's in the video, and that mm-hmm. was my way of trying to bring full circle uh, where I began as a recording artist. Um, right. Yeah. And that yeah. was, you know, as a teenager in the disco soul era. And so it it just it it's a very um, glamorous, funky, fabulous. Yeah, <laughs> and and you look great in the video. I'm telling you, you look great. And I, I, I remember I was watching it, and this was like a, a woman dancer, and then you get up in the middle and. <laughs> like, yeah, you, and you know, it's like with, in the video, and we filmed the video in the hottest club. It's one of the hottest clubs in the country, Giorgio's mm-hmm. on the Sunset Strip here in L.A. Okay. And, um, you know, I've been going there. It's a modern discotheque, and it just made sense. Uh, Brian Rabin and Adam uh, um, uh, 12, the, the DJ, Adam, uh, Brian Rabin and Adam Rabin, um, run, and it's just fabulous. And, um, yeah. and, so, and so we got the L.A. Whackers, because Whackers goes back to, you know, when I was a dancer, Mm-hmm. And this freestyle, and it's just about, like I said, dressing up, because there's a lot of songs about going to the club, but this is, like I said, it's not, you know, get drunk and fall over. This is right. go and have right, a toast yeah. with your friends and have a good time, but don't right. get sick and throw up right. and pass out. That's not cute. We have tomorrow. <laughs> we tell tomorrow. We tell tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> before before you got one of that, everyone know that you are torn. You have um, some dates coming up in November and December. Tell us about them real quick. Um, well, first, you know, you can everyone can follow everything. JodyWatley.net is my website. Yes. Uh, mm-hmm. Facebook is Jody Watley Official, and on Twitter, Jody Watley. And yeah, there'll be uh, there are shows coming up um, October, uh, November, December, uh, November fifteenth. I'm in Philadelphia oh, at yeah. the Power Theater with the System. Um, and Lilo Thomas, and um, uh, November 29th at Cash Creek Casino. And the show is a combination of Jody Watley and Shalimar and, um, okay. the, new, and the new music. And, uh, and that is it's the first time that I've done a show this in that, like I said, Paradise is a catalyst, and it encompasses so many different elements of my career and so uh these these live shows will be um you know representative of that it's like uh something classic something new and mm. some surprises and some new arrangements and i always like if you've never seen me live it's you know i'm not i I'm, i always say you know i'm older but i'm not old and i still bring right. it and so you don't want to miss you don't want to miss me and i sing live so thank you <laughs> there's thank that you. thank you and dance in heels <laughs> you know man we miss that we miss that we need you know it's just talent we want to see you know what i mean but yeah yeah and i, I have I, a good time and i i, I want everybody to have a good time, and it's always uh, such a one of the things that I enjoy is, is such a sense of community in my shows and all types of people, all ages. Um, you know, because I have so many different, very yeah. unique. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, the diversity of my catalog, so you get a kind of a melting pot of all types of people and and whatnot. So I, I'm looking forward to that and. Um, you know, I have to shout out Chike Evans on Twitter, who you know uh, was 
kind of responsible for this too, and and I just wanted to support. Um, you know, I, I'm an entrepreneur, so I like to support yeah. young entrepreneurs and and people in the media who are giving a voice to young artists and veteran artists too, mm-hmm. who are yeah. just you know just about the music. That's what it's right. about. And so, right. thank you for your platform and uh, for having me on. Well, you know, I'm honored to have you on, you know, and you, you did a blog. You have a blog, go to joywiley.net, uh, obviously, yes. where you can keep up with you. But you have a blog you talked about, you know, coming up, your upcoming appearance on this show and how obviously you would love to do TV, but there's no drama behind your story. There's no, you know. No, back. so it's difficult. Yeah. And fans, yeah. they don't know yeah. that. It's like, well, how come yeah. you aren't on this and that? And it's like, well, they don't really want you on especially mm-hmm. for black artists, unless, and I'm going to keep that real, yeah, unless yeah. there's something that's very, um, I won't say degrading, but just something that's sensationalistic. It, it right. used to be where, you know, and I'm not the about one to, oh, well, it used to be, but it is true that, mm-hmm. you know, there was a time it was just about the music. You, It's right. like you have a new release, you go sing it. And mm-hmm. it's out, and this is what it's about. But it's if you don't have something, some drama, you know, yeah. some drama, then it's like, oh, okay. Well, it's easier for someone who has a silly internet video, or someone who never achieved anything, but they dated someone famous to right. go on and talk yeah. about something. And yeah. um, and that you know, and that's fine. But you know, I continue to. Um, you know, my boutique's doing well, Jody Watley, uh, boutique.com, and, you know, I have people buying the CD from around the world, from Thailand mm-hmm. to Detroit, Michigan. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it's, it's beautiful. And mm-hmm. I encourage all young entrepreneurs and all people, young, young at heart, never too late, and never be discouraged by the roadblocks and the obstacles that you may encounter. In this day Mm -hmm. and age, there's so many ways to still make things happen for yourself. And um, and I'm all all about that. So, you know, my hat's off to to you for, you know, for making it happen for yourself as well. Thank you so much. And and it's an honor to have you on the show. I remember... Listening to your music, my dad loves you. We all love you, but this, this, but it's full circle to have you on the show. You know, you never know how <laughs> you inspire people when you're doing so much. You know what I mean? But thank you so much for coming on tonight, and I, I, it's been a, a thrill and a pleasure to have you on. And 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 thank everyone, you. please get the new album. Get the new album, Paradise. Thank Jesus. you. Right, you're gonna love thank it. You. You're gonna love it. <laughs> yeah, Listen, <you> Paradise <laughs> and uh, Sanctuary and Dancer. I mean, mm-hmm. it is. Um, it is one of my best records, and um, yeah. I just really appreciate everyone that's supporting it. And uh, you know, if you're open to it, it, it is a really great record. It it's is. live instruments, it's live strings, mm-hmm. and it's very it's it's up tempo, but not empty. But it's very it's nice, messaging. very good. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for coming on our show. I definitely appreciate it. You have a great night, okay? And, and much success in your, you know, as your career continues and as your tour thank continues. Thank you so much. <laughs> thank you. Have a thank blessing. you so much. And Paradise Luxury Soy Candle Collection coming next. And um, yes, it you know m- more to come. 
You ain't playing. You're not playing. <laughs> I love it. All right. I love it. Thank you so much. Have, have a good one. And we'll be right okay, back after this. Folks, you know I love indie films, and the other day I ran across one called Beer and Seed. It has edge. It's about an older man who returns to college, and it doesn't go well. (laughs) It even includes this comedy song called I Love the Fat Chicks. I got it off of Amazon.com. You can download it. I rented it. Or, you know what, you can go to www.beerandseedthemovie.com. Indie films are awesome. Beer and Seed has edge. Rent it. I'm not kidding you, it's the greatest thing. Welcome back to the Steve and I Show. A lot of us have heard a lot about online dating, but now there's something new. Karma, the game of destiny. It's an online dating game that leads to your soulmate. Avatars, risks, challenges, and meaningful connections. Tonight, uh, Renee Reyes joins us to tell us more about Karma, the Game of Destiny. Welcome to the show, Renee. Thank you. Thank you very much for having me. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much. Sorry for the, the delay. <laughs> we got to go uh, <laughs> caught up. But anyway, I'm very excited when I got the email about uh, Karma, uh, the Game of Destiny. Tell us, what, was, what were your thoughts in creating this? Well, um, I got divorced back in 2007 and, and began a journey um, mm-hmm. into online dating, uh, like okay. everybody else. You know, you try this one, you try that one, you try this one, you try that one. And I have a, a background of building intranets and doing uh, data mining and uh, looking at data in a lot of different ways and building user interfaces that are easy to use for, for my clients and stuff like that. So, um I kept saying, you know, I, I could do this. And mm-hmm. I think of a really better dating site, but it was just another dating site. And I kept thinking of another dating site. And I said, ah, it's cool, but, you know, it's not really what I want to do. My my passion is my passion is changing the world. My passion is, is building and inventing and designing things that, that expand the human experience in some way. Mm-hmm. And... Mm-hmm. Um, so, so it was a long time in studying the market and seeing what it was about the market that was good and what was bad and what people didn't like and why people weren't satisfied and uh, finding out facts like uh, 81% of all online profiles are, uh, where pe- are where people have profiles written. They've lied about either their age or right. their weight yeah. or their height. Uh-huh. 81%, that's a huge number. That's I mean, a huge that's, number, that's, yeah. That's not to mention the spam and the, the predators and the creepies and mm-hmm. everything else that's mm-hmm. really, really bad about being online. And right, yeah. so you, you, you look at the industry and you say, okay, well, something's wrong with the industry and something's wrong with online dating. If I can't have a good experience, why can't I have a, a better experience? Why can't I have a fantastic mm-hmm. experience? Even better yet, why can't I have an adventure? Okay. Right? So, so karma is all about having an adventure while you look. So mm. this picture doesn't need to be out there while, where everybody in the world could see it. It's irrelevant. Everybody in the world does not need to see your picture. You don't need to keep it out there for everybody. Why don't you have a conversation with somebody first before you give them your picture and your Facebook right. and everything else mm-hmm. that you give away, right? Mm-hmm. So with karma, you play with an avatar, Right? Okay, so avatars, could, they could be a little corny, they could be a little cool, depending on how you pick them. In my game, you have to enter through one of three doors in order to start the game. Values, compatibility, or intimate preferences. 
And mm-hmm. we ask you to tell us what is most important to you, and you're going to be identified in the game as such. But we're also going to help you find people who are like you. So it okay. doesn't matter if you're kinky and want to get married and have kids, or you, <laughs> or you know, you 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 like you know bowling and beef steak and barbecue grills and Baptist Sunday mass. It really won't matter because the game allows you to find your immediate cultural group the more honest you are. And mm. if you want, you can lie. You know, if you want to lie and go and be with other people that you're not really looking for, those people have the option if they figure you out to zap you off of the game. Now, mm. you cannot do this on a dating site. You can't zap no. people off of the dating site. Do you know why? Because mm. they're subscribers. Oh, okay. Because okay. they're a part of a membership. They pay dues mm-hmm. to be a part of that dating site. Now, there's mm-hmm. something a little bit wrong with that because if I'm a member and I pay dues, it's not really in the best interest of the dating site to find me somebody. It's right, really in yeah. the best interest of them for me to subscribe for as mm-hmm. long as possible. That's what that yeah. business model is, right? So, exactly. so for them, it's like, hey, we've got 500,000 girls in New York just waiting <laughs> for you to get on your internet and <laughs> fantasize about them, right? So no I'm idea. telling you all of this hype and all of this buildup and all of this stuff and, every, and everybody's happy who comes to us and we all find love. And it's not the truth. When you read the reviews, when you read the reviews, it's a horror story out there. And and mm-hmm. I personally have experienced at least a half a dozen outright cons, you know, that wow. come out of the Internet. And so, you know, there's, it's just that's the way it is. So there's, there's no balance. So my, my game is pool, asks you to identify yourself, gives you the ability to be anonymous in the game at first, right? Talk to people, mm-hmm. send them... Send them smiley faces, chat with them, join groups with them. There's a button to ask people out on a date, and it says, hey, you want to go out with me on a date or for an event or for a group thing? Would you like to do it for a romance or would you like to do it as a friendship? I really like the thing that you like. Let's do that. I'll pay. You pay. We'll split it. Or I have another button that says take care of yourself. And it's a mm-hmm. thing everybody can take care of themselves. So you kind of get that out of the way. There's a calendar in the game. So the person says, yes, you guys put it on the calendar. And in the game, it's like putting a piece on the board that says, hey, this is where I am. I've got a date, Saturday night, 8 o'clock. Wow. And I'm going to go meet somebody for real. And then the game cares about how that date went. So the game's going to ask mm-hmm. those people, how's the date go? How was the venue? Uh, thumbs okay. up, thumbs down. And so as we begin to talk about, because we have things to do on the game, so our things to do can also be voted off the game or can be liked enough so that they, they begin to earn their own reputation through the t- statistics that they make. So the game also has this really cool statistical thing going on where it tells you how many people are in the game, how many people like movies, how many people like knitting, how many people like hang gliding, how many people like bondage, how many people like whatever you can think of. Mm. Okay. Mm. okay. Right. There's no judgment. If you wow. if you enter through values, your choices for sexuality, um, or, or it asks you who you are, you say I'm a male or I'm a female or I'm a group, looking for male or female or group. So you can put that in any combination that you want. Oh, wow. That's, okay. that's not an issue. And then if you go in through 
intimate preferences, there's a secondary section that if you answer the questions correctly in the first section, will allow you to view things from a sexual orientation, a gender identification, um, any combination of those things you can look at. And then if you go through that and you say, hey, yeah, I'm kinky, then you can go into the kinky section of the book. Um, and and there's, there's no hold barred. It's all straightforward, honest. It's a reflection of the world out there. Everything that I have made this to be is a reflection of the world. And it's really cool because not only does it allow you to manage your new relationships and open yourself up a little at a time, first I can give you a picture in my, from my face, and then I can share my Facebook with you from my face, and I just check off the things I want to share as we go along. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, but if I share something with you, bam, it opens up big on the screen. I can see what you look like. I can slide through your pictures. I can enjoy that revelation, right, that revealing that took two or three or four or five steps. And if I talk to you and you never talk back to me, I can hide from you. Or I can hide us from each other. Oh, wow. I don't see you. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Now you see okay. the same person over and over and over, and you're like, yeah. oh, I see this person. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Why, are they, why are they in my list, you know? Oh, so the game is yeah. actually working the numbers, and every time you go into your journey book, and you answer more questions about yourself or you zap people off or hide yourself from them, your numbers will go down and you're getting closer to your soulmate, right? Then you have the ability to like people, but you also have the ability to soulmate people. So that you're, it's like, I like you, but I think that you're really a potential soulmate for me. So your, your, your group, your queue, starts to go down, and then you have these people that are your core people that you're playing with, that you're going out on dates with, that you're socializing with, and enjoying, whether they're for intimate relationship or friendship or uh, a group organization, um, whatever you want to put together, however you want to keep yourself in the game, you can. You can build a business in the game, right? You can create a group that, that provides computer services, and you'd be a group of geeks, so we're the geeks in the game, right? Mm-hmm. And um, the other thing is that if somebody's, you, you buy, to play the game, it's like a, a Pac-Man machine. You put a quarter in, you play, you get three lives, you finish your three lives, you die. If you want to play again, you got to put another quarter in the machine, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah. this game is $1.99 for one life. I'll give you three lives for free that last for 30 days so you can try it. After that, it's one ninety nine for one life, six ninety nine for six lives, or nine ninety nine for nine lives, and that's mm. like a quarter of the cost of mm-hmm. a popular dating website. Right. And they're yeah. not they're not fun at all, right? right. So yeah. Yeah. so I'll have fun with you. I'll give you a great price. I'll give you a great experience. It's really fun. It's witty. It's clever. Um, it's very simple. You know, they're really just, there's eight buttons that are your, it's your socialization buttons, introduction, chat, group, dating, safe, calendar, journey book, and my email. And then there's a game button um, that's high, truth or bomb. Truth or bomb is a lot of fun. Um, truth or bomb is like um, the risk question. You don't know what's going to happen, but you click it, and it will ask you and the other person something like, what was your first passionate kiss like? Did it change mm. your life? 
right? Wow. Or uh, are you guys willing to meet at the top of the Empire State Building this Saturday without seeing each other's picture? Wow. Right? Wow. And so you can make a choice. So the game is all about engagement. It's all about, mm-hmm. it's not, uh, I was describing um, dating sites today, and I said, those things are 2D. That's, that's yeah. data and delivery, right? Mm-hmm. They've got the data. Mm-hmm. Their their website is their delivery system, and somebody's got a purple one, and somebody's got a blue one, and he's got a clever name, and and they've got a clever clever logo. But it's right, the same thing: yeah. data, data yeah. and delivery, right? This is wow. data is dynamic delivery because it's it's made to be entertaining entertaining in its delivery, right? Right. And it's mm-hmm. it's, it's it's incredibly diversified. Unlike a mm. lot of sites, which are very culturally oriented, like, you know, this is the site that I want to go to if I want to get married and have kids, and this is the site that I go to if I want to hook up, right. and this is the yeah. site I go to, you know, but I want some kinky stuff, this is the site I go to because these people are, like, close and they're ready to go. So, so you kind of have those things, but not one thing that allows anybody to go in and find and venture. And the other thing is because of the way the journey book is written, it actually helps you learn about yourself because you say, well, mm-hmm. am I like that? Am I like yeah. that? Am I like that? You know, mm-hmm. I, I did a lot of study before I put this thing to the board. And then when I put this thing to the board and started turning it into a game and realized how powerful I could make it um, as a game and as an, as an interactive experience, um, I was yeah. really, really excited. I, I, I was so excited. I, I took a year. I struggled with it. I turned... My, my initial brain map into a business plan, um, into a logic. Um, I built the back-end database with all the questions. I drew all the graphics out. I started creating buttons and icons. And um, this year, uh, we got really lucky again. I got another little investment. And so we were able to bring it to a place where, and I'm doing something really, really different and unique in the market, is I have it online right now as an alpha where it's not all working, but you can pick your avatar, you can go through your door, you can introduce yourself to people, you can chat with people, you can ask people out on a date, you can share pictures with people in your safe, and you can watch us make the game work week by week. As we mm. make another button work, as we make another button work, right now you can get your astrology done. And all you do is click the, the, star, the play your stars button when you pick somebody, and it'll tell you instantly what your compatibility is from an astrological point of view. Okay, okay. So, so all so, that kind of stuff is what we're being able to give people right now. What we're trying to do is raise 50 grand through Kickstarter. Um, yeah, and, right, the Kickstarter campaign. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Well, um, we'd love, to, you know, um, some support there, and, and, and we're really grateful. Every time I get a new, a new backer, I'm just I'm humbled by the experience because it's just so amazing for me, Kickstarter is kind of like my game, you know, where it's like online, but it's offline because your money is offline. And then you're passing it through this online experience just because you want to see somebody do something really cool. You know, that, mm-hmm. that's for me the same kind of stuff that Karma is. It's where the Internet is going outside of just giving you some information and making your life more exciting and more interesting. Um, yeah, so we've got that. We also... Um, people could help us by voting for us. Uh, we're okay. entered into the Chase. Uh, uh, it's called the Main Street Grant. And if we get 250 votes, we will be eligible for a $150,000 grant from Chase wow. Manhattan Bank. So, 
Yeah, that's that's really awesome because it's like how do you vote? How do you vote? Um, you, you go, just go to my website. I, I put all of the buttons right there on top. It's karma the game dot guru not dot com dot guru karma the game dot guru. Uh, I've got three buttons that you'll see them right there on the top. Three gray buttons. One says alpha test. If you want to join the alpha test and be a part of the game and the development, you're more than welcome. Uh, the second button says support us on Chase. Vote for us. Um, you need a, a Facebook account to do that. And the third is um, support us on Kickstarter. Help us finish the game. Help us get it get it out there. We've got all the designs ready for the phone, for the tablet. Um, I've got, you know, configuration changes. You can change the colors of the screen, the colors of the button, really make it your own. Um, it yeah. plays like a game, but what it gives you is so much more because it really can help you find your soulmate and help you manage your vulnerability at the same time mm-hmm. out there yeah. on the Internet. Wow, wow. Tell everybody where they can go um... – the Kickstarter, we have links on our Facebook page and our, and our website, but tell us everyone where they can connect with you and connect with this game and how they can be uh, part of it. Well, that would be really great. Um, so www.karmathegame.guru is our media site. All of the information on the site is there. Our blog is there. Our releases come out of there. You can register with us. You can register for free uh, free tokens for the game. Um, you can register to be a brand ambassador. We're up to like 35 brand ambassadors. We've got over 200 people registered to play the game as it is right now. Um, we've got a bunch of people um, applying for the free um, for the beta test. The beta difference between this and now is that when we release this beta, it means all the buttons work, everything is the way it's supposed to be for the entirety of the game. Uh, right now it's like, you know, uh, a hodgepodge, but, but it's a lot of fun still. Um, and that's www.karmathegame.guru. And everything that you need is there. Um, our link to, to Kickstarter right there on the first page right at the top. Um, mm-hmm. Fun things to watch on the site is our explainer video. We've got a nice yeah. animation, really nice. Very good. And yeah. Cool, cool. Um, and uh, I, I think if you go to our Kickstarter, you can see me talking. Um, I've a couple of times. I was at a park once and and just wanted to talk to our backers another time, tell them what the game is about, um, how magical it is and how awesome it is because it really can work, um, and it's a lot of fun to do. Not clinical like uh, some of the other ones, and, and I don't want to have the ties for anybody else. <laughs> but, uh, um, but, but in either case, it's, it's so different. It's just, it's just just another paradigm completely in dating. It, it's a lot like being able to plug into a reality TV because you're going to be able to see what's going on in the world of dating. You're going to be able to look at all of that information. You're going to be able to look at your own information and your interactivity. You know, I don't don't even let people say anything about themselves. There's no profile. There's no tell me about yourself. Uh. What do you see in your future? It's all just give me a tagline, right? Give me your picture. Fill out the book as much as you want. Don't fill it out if you don't want the less you fill it out, the more people you'll see, but the less close you'll be to meeting your soulmate. The more you fill wow. it out, the closer you'll be to meeting your soulmate. Wow. Renee Renner, thank you so much for coming on tonight and tell us about uh, karma and destiny. And definitely go on our Facebook page and our website for, to learn more information. And I wish you all the best with bringing this to fruition. I think it's something people will love and enjoy. So thank you so much. 
Thank you very much. Have a great night. All right. You too. You're the same. And before we leave tonight, we're going to play Jody Watley's new song, Nightwife. Check it out. Just a hot song. Check it. 